0: All right, here we go. It's a podcast day because it's beautiful, it's sunny, and and it's sunny inside, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. What's up, Al?
1: Hi, Jerry. I was uh, happy you know I have my Twitter open during the uh, program, make sure there's no breaking news I'm missing. And uh, in the corner on the right-hand side, they give you suggested things to follow? Yes, correct. And uh, one of them today was Burger
0: King. You? Yeah. Oh, just because of all the food stuff you're doing.
1: Uh, I'm, not, I'm not even sure. I may just be up there. But I was like, who the hell is following Burger King on people Twitter? People don't want deals. I clicked on it. Two million followers. Yes. Two million people are following
0: Burger I'll King. I'll bet you they send out specials and stuff. They didn't seem to be. Oh, they no. just seem
1: to be just writing random stuff.
0: But it was what like, would Burger King be writing I about? don't
1: know. Something about Whoppers and things. I was just like, who's following? Then I was like, okay, how many people are following McDonald's? I clicked on that. There were way too many McDonald's accounts. It was like... Oh, you couldn't the, find the real one? Yeah, and, and there was, like, ones for all different countries. Oh. And the USA one didn't pop up first, so I don't know what happened. And then I saw there was a McDonald's people going on strike or something. I don't know what's Jesus. going on, Jerry. Did you try Wendy's? Uh, no, I lost interest. That after. was it. After I saw Burger King had 2 million followers, I was like, what the hell?
0: I got to tell you, speaking of fast food, you talk about the ultimate tease job the other day that I did to my son. Not on purpose at all. So... Matthew gets Chick-fil-A, not all the time, but enough. He loves it. Sometimes he'll bring something home for Joseph if he's around. Most times not, though, because he just goes with his friends. And Joseph's always asking me to go, and I'm, I'm, I am i don't have time. I, whatever, ask your mom. So we were in Pennsylvania over the weekend, as we know. Our game Sunday was at 2.30. I said, listen, I never get you Chick-fil-A. I said, I, there's one three miles from here. We'll go there. Uh, he was all excited. We get in the car. I go to map it. And it's just closed. I'm like, closed. It's noon. And I said, oh, I'm like, dude, no Chick fil A. <laughs> He's like, why? I'm like, they don't open on Sundays. He goes, will you go? I'm like, I'm not making this up. Religious observances, they don't. He was fine. I felt terrible. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. In a
1: day and age, Jerry, where things are open 24-7, yes. 365, you got Chick-fil-A. Anytime I think of Chick-fil-A, and I don't go to Chick-fil-A, but every time it crosses my mind, like, why don't I go to Chick-fil-A? It's always on a Sunday. Isn't it something?
0: Yeah. And Hobby Lobby is another one. Oh, is that How right? Many, Hobby Lobby also closes for family Sundays. Oh, so spend time with your families. Yes. So I And I've gone on a couple of occasions because I forget. Right. I was like, close. Easy right. to forget. It is easy to forget because the whole world is operating, as you say, 24-7. Right. That's when the other fast food
1: places got to take advantage of their chicken. They sure run chicken deals on Sundays. Well,
0: I will tell you, Michael's is right across the street from Hobby Lobby. There have been at least three or four times I've gone to Hobby Lobby and like, oh, I go across the street to Michael's. Yep. And they get my business.
1: Taking advantage. Like if I'm Popeye's or KFC, i right. like, our chicken is delicious, especially on Sundays. On
0: Sundays, we give you more.
1: Right. On Sundays, you get an extra leg or wing, your choice. 25% bonus. A 25% chicken bonus. Yes. From your friends at Popeyes, Louisiana that. Grill. That's right. I love my chicken from Popeyes. Never had it, by the way. Yeah. I, Never I, I, had strangely, this came up in the car this past weekend with Gina. We drove by a Popeyes, and she asked, Have you ever had Popeyes? I said, You know, what? I don't think
0: I ever have. Me neither. And that's so weird. And it looks delicious. It does it's just nothing but coating. Looks great, yeah. But no, I've never had it. Yeah, me neither. Kentucky Fried Chicken, yes. Chick Fil A, yes. What other chicken places are there? Uh, just the, the each... is it Mr. Bojangles' one? Uh, yes, Mr. Mr. Bojangles.
1: That. I had. I believe I had that in Chicago. Polo Chick. There's something Polo uh, is a place yeah. down the Jersey Shore.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pollo Tropical. Yeah. 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 Yes.
1: And then, of course, all of the regular fast food places always have a selection of chicken items. When we first moved in
0: here, one of the salesperson said, do you eat polio tropical? I'm like, I don't. He goes, well, I have a potential endorsement deal. He goes, I'd like you to try it. And then if you like it, maybe we'll go forward with it. I said, oh, okay, I I can do that. So I Googled one, there was one in Edison. I'm like, what should I get? Like, what is the campaign gonna be? He's like, well, he goes, best thing you could do, you don't have to do it all in one sitting, but try one of like everything on the menu. So this way you can say what you really like. So I'm driving there. I'm like, huh. I'm like, I'm never going back to Edison because it's not close to me. So I bought one of everything on the menu and basically had one of everything all day. So I went, I saw him two days later. I'm like, hey, I had everything on the menu. I'm like, I like this. I like that. I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, no, we didn't get We didn't get the <laughs> deal. I'm like, what? I just spent $93. Yeah. At po- he, he made it seem like it was a done deal. Go eat it and tell us what you think. I probably ate 4,000 calories that day.
1: Right. And you were all ready to do your indoor. Hi, I'm Jerry Recco for Polo Tropical.
0: I was. I was ready.
1: I recommend the chicken sandwich.
0: It was It was good. I do remember it was good.
1: I'm sure it's delicious.
0: But that was like 10 years ago now. Yeah. So.
1: We've got an upcoming event, Jerry, Boomer's Black Tie event this year. I was curious where you're at on, oh, on this. Oh, I it. It's coming up soon. Yeah. It's like the end of April. It's the end of this month. Oh, boy. Yeah. I believe so. Is it really? I think so. I think it's in the I think it's the 29th. Uh-oh. Okay. So, the theme for this year, we normally wear just black suits, right? We go black suit, black tie, we're good to go. Yeah. This year he's got a theme going where we're supposed to wear bolo ties. And uh he said you could even wear black jeans with boots. Huh? Where do? you where are you on this? It's a it's a it's like a cowboy cowgirl theme. Can I wear a jersey? A football jersey? <laughs> a Cowboys? Ooh, that's interesting. I'll show up in my Roger With a cowboy back hat. One. Yeah. I ordered a bolo tie off of Etsy. What is a bolo tie? It's a it's a it looks like a cowboy tie. It looks like strings like this, and then and then the there's like a a medallion here, and it sits up like this, and the tie looks like this. Okay. It's great for radio that I just gave you all that information. Yeah. But I, sure. I, I didn't, like, where do I get one of those? I went on Etsy and just will found you, an
0: interesting-looking one. Well, they sent it to you before November.
1: <laughs> I, I Actually, I, it says it's in my mailbox oh, okay, now. okay, good. So I'll check it out when I get home. But do you know that where we are in New Jersey, there are no places to even look for cowboy boots? They're not. I look, I look. There's a place way up north, very yeah. popular. I forget what it's called. And there's a place
0: in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Wow. That's it? You can't yeah. find Bob's boots anywhere? No.
1: I also don't want to buy cowboy boots because the cowboy For boots are expensive. Night. I'm sure they I'm are. And I'm never going to wear them again. No, I won't either. I think we could get away with, though, if we wore nice black jeans, which I have no problem going to buy a brand new pair of nice black jeans because I'll wear them. The regular shoes I would wear with a suit. Right? right? Yeah. And then a
0: shirt with a bolo tie. I think I we think, get away yeah, with that. That's more than acceptable. Right? Yes. I think that's perfect. Because I'm already high. starting to panic about that. Which is, makes no sense. I haven't but, even thought about. I'm yeah. so wrapped up in everything else. That's I what I mean. Like realize. as as
1: as as things get checked off the calendar for April, you start to look ahead and see what do we that's got like here?
0: Four weeks from now, not that, even I think less. Three weeks from Saturday. Yeah, I believe oh. it's three
1: weeks from Saturday. Oh boy, you got Easter this weekend, Jerry?
0: Right, that's Sunday. Sunday. You oh,
1: know what I'm saying? Yes. We got our live event Friday, Good Friday, Sunday, Easter. Wow. Back at it Monday. Wow 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 it goes fast Jerry we'll be we'll be at the kick off the summer before you know it okay wow which will be awesome so I just want to give you a heads up in case <sighs> you happen to see cowboy boots or bolo ties somewhere yeah all right I do recommend Etsy for bolo ties they have a lot of different options and relatively inexpensive the one I bought is like thirty bucks
0: what if I uh, what uh, huh what if I went with uh, like something like Kevin Costner wore in one of his shows what does he wear Leather chaps? No. Nah, well, no. I was going to say like a flannel shirt, black jeans, and a cowboy hat. Yeah. I bet you could get away with that. That work?
1: hmm <laughs> I think so.
0: Wow. This is stressful.
1: We thought we had it made. We just go over... You and I go every year in our same black suits with <sighs> our black ties.
0: Yeah. I honestly didn't realize that. Okay. what is What do the wives wear?
1: The way Boomer imagined
0: it. Oh, so you know we have a problem. I don't... They wear can't go. They'd wear a dress with uh, cowboy boots. She can't go. We have a baseball tournament down in it's near Cherry Hill. It's a Saturday Sunday one. One of us has to go.
1: Good news, they got the cowboy boot places down there
0: in Mount Laurel. You <laughs> can <laughs> stop by. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if mm-hmm. I if I waited until the Saturday of the event, I got everything ready except the boots we will go do a baseball game. I'll stop off at the boot shop. I'll grab boots. get boots, boots into Manhattan. And head right back in. Oh, man. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that's, you know what? That's something I got to work on in the next couple okay, of weeks. Okay. Well, uh, I wanted to give you a heads up. All right. So, yeah, thank you because I didn't realize
1: Um, I saw. I started watching this Netflix documentary series, which you may be interested
0: in. Maybe not. How many times do you think, Mm -hmm. since we've been doing the podcast and we've all had Netflix, Mm -hmm. that you started one of these segments with? I started watching this Netflix documentary that you might be interested in. (laughs) A lot, Jerry, because that's what I love, a new Netflix documentary. How many times do you think I actually watched it? Not many. (laughs) Not many at all. Not (laughs) many.
1: This one is about the people who... Work in emergency room and trauma centers in New the, York
0: City. I did see the trailer for this. It's called Emergency NYC. I saw they're they're following a pregnant woman who's an EMT. Yeah, in one of or them. fire She's, fire. I forget what she yeah. is. Yeah, thought she was an EMT, but I did see that.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I watched the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. It's what's really interesting about about this is the amount of care people are receiving. In trauma and and this is going to sound weird in some ways, without regards for what their insurance is. Correct, right? Because it's a life and death, or you ver- got
0: to take care of the person,
1: right? And then all I kept thinking about, I saw this 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 mom. She was there. Her her son had gunshot wounds, oh. two of them, and in this episode, he, he he was barely hanging on. And you know, all I kept thinking about was because there were so many doctors around this is new york city yeah. so many doctors around each person with a very specific thing like what is that bill going to be
0: yeah hundreds of thousands of dollars probably and you can't
1: in some ways you can't think that way cuz this kid's life and of death of course but when it's no longer life and death and he Make makes it the bills it, whoa yeah probably they don't get paid they don't get paid right but then that whole that family from here on out is just – we'll always just be in that debt and we'll always have that um, debt hanging Unless there's them. debt
0: forgiveness. Like uh, there are certain people that don't have the money to pay it. Right. And they're just not going to. And so, like, I mean – I medical – you think take you to court, but you can't take blood from a stone. Right. You know, that's where a lot of – you'll see people say, sue me. I got nothing. You know, and I don't know. I'm not – I don't know this reference, but you're, if you're wondering about their insurance, my guess is that was part of the theme of this. No. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, I think that actually actually
1: wasn't part of the theme. That's all I was thinking about was just knowing if you go to the ER for something stupid where you don't have a million people looking at you, what that costs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Even if you have insurance, the amount of, even if they had, this family had the best insurance available. Right. The amount of people I saw working on this kid.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like if you, it's. It's always funny when they're like, hey, we got these beautiful diamonds from Africa, eighty percent off. Great, but eighty percent off, two hundred thousand dollars is still gonna be forty grand yes. that you have to pay. So it's like, hey, I got eighty percent off, but you still owe a fortune. Same thing with with medical bills. Right. Or hospital bills can be.
1: Right. And then that's all I started thinking about was how and in this documentary, just when they're talking to doctors and nurses when they're not dealing with the with trauma right away and they're in between things. And they, they brought up a really interesting thing about the pandemic. They said, you know, now that the pandemic <clears throat> is over, people are going out and people are getting into trouble, right? So more people are getting shot. You know, there was a downturn during the pandemic. People weren't out. People weren't getting shot as much. People, people weren't getting out. the...
0: Less car accidents.
1: Yep. But now that it's everybody's out, they say it's ramped up even more. And then they also talked about the other thing that's clogging up hospitals now is that during that time of, of the pandemic, like let's say you were due for a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to get a colonoscopy. No, no one did. No one did. And now three years has gone by. So now people that should have had these tests three years ago. Try to catch up. Right. And if they would have found something in you three years ago when you were supposed to go, but now it's three years later. So whatever cancer you may have is now three years down the road untreated. Yeah, I never thought of any of that stuff sure. about you know pandemic related things and well, how you're putting it off. Yeah,
0: you know I'm trying. What did I do during the pandemic that we never put? Oh, my, my son, when they had to do the scans for the post op, like he had surgery during the pandemic. Yeah, and then we had to go September. Four months later for post op scan. Actually, it was no. I take that back. He had the surgery in September. We went a month later for the first post op scan. Then it was one month, three months, six, and a year. So through that pandemic year of 2020, he had surgery in Manhattan, which was like weird because the way the, the hospital was and the fact that I couldn't go up with him. And it was only one of us. And it was it was nuts. He had that in September. Post op scans in October in Manhattan. And then, in the, down the shore, we started doing the scans um, with another doctor that works with the surgeon. But the, it, the the hospital was light; it wasn't crazy. It just looked crazy with all the masks, and it was getting through Manhattan was so easy at that time. So we kind of went through it. We couldn't put it off, and we had to do it.
1: I also was very taken by the uh, how much care the doctors had for people?
0: Yeah, some are really good.
1: Because I would think, if you're a trauma doctor, or an ER doctor,
0: you must see
1: an everything, absolute insane amount every day. Yeah. At some point, I would think you lose the... Uh,
0: emotion. Yeah. Well, think I would about think this. you
1: lose the emotion.
0: For us, for me, a busy day is when the Knicks-Nets... Rangers, Devils, Islanders, and now Mets and Yankees play. That's a busy day. A busy day for one of those people are multiple car accidents, seizures, heart attacks, gunshot wounds. That's their busy day. That's why I always say what we do. My God, the fact that we get paid for this compared to what other people do for a living. you got to be kidding me.
1: Yeah, I was looking at these doctors and wondering, like, what is this guy making? What are these nurses making that?
0: Because they better be making a solid living. I think nurses, by and large, do well now. I think, yeah. I, mean, I don't. I don't know. I think they make decent money. And doctors make a lot of money. I mean, they, they they just do.
1: I guess the things like we hear, but
0: like cops don't make a lot of money, right? And they're out that's on the not front really line. True though. Yeah, I guess it depends it where depends it is. Depends on where you are. I, I, I got friends of mine that make well into the six figures in the suburbs. But that's the that's the
1: weird part. From everything that I hear, the
0: safest neighborhoods
1: are making the best money, Maybe. and then the the cops. On the front line of Manhattan and the Bronx and all Are the ones not making the
0: Yeah, I don't know I, I don't know why that is I guess it's where the money comes from The budget, the taxes Yeah I don't know The
1: One of the other things One of these So in one of these episodes This uh, woman in her Appears to be in her 20s Late 20s Comes in She was at a wedding And she like had a stroke and they bring her in. They do this scan. She's got a thing in her brain that needs to come out. Yeah. And they're like, "Okay, we're surgery." They go. They had. They show the whole thing. They pull this thing out about the size of my thumb. And the doctor was like, oh, "I was a It was a great day." Now, to me, I think, does he go home and celebrate that? Does he, he did his job, or it's like forgotten about because tomorrow someone's coming in with their head
0: uh, hanging off? Yeah. Listen, when I sat in that office with the surgeon for my son. Yeah. And he explained to me what they found and what they had to do. I was scared to death. He's like he goes, "We're good." I'm like, "No, I know you are." He goes, "Oh, I've done I remember Kim saying you've done this surgery before." <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Somewhere between 2 and 300 times in the last 2 years." <laughs> like it's more it's common, not common, but um I, I want to say the number he said was like four to five. i I'm When I say, I think he said four to 500 times in his career he's done this specific surgery. I'm like, all right, well, it's just, okay. I, your son's, my son's life is in your hands. Right, you know
1: nothing about this guy's no, personal life. Cause no, we why looked would him
0: up, you? had amazing ratings and reviews. He had awards. His bedside manner, office side manner was outstanding. Felt really comfortable with him. And then once they take him away, you sit there and you wait. And you wait with a pit in your stomach for literally seven hours. And it's like, and then he comes out. It's like, my God, I hope this went well because here's the moment. And then he smiles. Yeah, we're good. like, okay. Yeah, great. I thought we were good too. And then, as I told you before, then they proceeded to lose my son in the hospital. (laughs) We don't know where he (laughs) is. couldn't find him. (laughs) He's
1: somewhere. We know he's in here,
0: Jerry. Oh, that was absurd. Took two hours to find him. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I told you that. I don't remember that. Because of where we were with the pandemic, the uh, the part of the hospital we were in was kind of cut down because other doctors were in different parts of the hospital and they had to keep everything cordoned off. They needed extra rooms. So the, the uh, what's it called? The recovery had changed. So they didn't realize that recovery wasn't on the 11th floor. It was actually on twelve. So we're waiting for the nurse from the 11th floor to let us know that Matthew's in there and everything's good, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And like an hour goes by. So finally we go, I'm like, can you please find my son? So she goes, oh, sure, I'll call upstairs. So she calls up. She goes, hi, oh, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Recco, we're here. Their son, he should be there right now in recovery? Uh, he's not. Uh, do you know where he is? And I could see the the look on her face. Oh, Mr. Reco, um having trouble locating. We we know he's here. <laughs> go, this is comforting. All we want to see is our son who just had his head ripped open. Yeah. And it took two hours to find him. He was on the 12th floor, not the 11th. And then they brought him down to his room and everything was fine. But you want to talk about that was almost as scary as the, the surgery. Yeah. So hospitals are nuts. It, it looked like
1: on this show, what they show you, it looks like controlled chaos. Because there are so many mm-hmm. people in these trauma areas. So many. Yeah. involved in one body. And when they have to go to move the bodies oh my God. that are hooked up to a million different things, they're like, one, two, three, oh, all in unison. Yeah. Do it. And don't move it the wrong way. Not only that, and I know this is probably even if it wasn't, this was filmed clearly during the pandemic or just after. And I know in a hospital they're wearing masks anyway. Yeah. But it's also weird knowing how important the communication is. In these situations and everyone's like, <laughs> like what? I can't
0: hear you. You got your mask on. And time could be of the essence. Yes. And you can't be saying what? Excuse me. Could you repeat that? <laughs> I know. Yeah. It is. It's you when you watch when you watch shows like that, and again I haven't seen it, I just saw the trailer. Yeah. You have an appreciation for why they make what they make. Yes, if, they, if in fact they're making good money as they should. And why some, not all, why some walk around like they feel like they're God. Right. Because they really do, in a lot of cases, can control your life or death in that moment. Yeah. Make a mistake, patient's dead. And for some, maybe emotional, for a lot, probably emotionless because it's a job. But the poor family that's sitting in there. It's tough. I also I thought, was thinking like how if you're getting
1: like how they treat each life the same, it, it seems like on this. show. Mm-hmm. So to me, if somebody's, a, you know, a punk teenager who gets shot being a punk, they still treat that as if that's their kid coming in mm-hmm. or somebody who innocently got
0: shot. You know, this. They treat it the same as the eight year old that comes in. Yeah who, uh, yeah, who
1: through no fault of their own right.
0: is in trouble. Yeah, yeah,
1: and that I like that. I would think years and years and years of doing it, where there is violence in the city, and you think that the people that are getting shot have something to do with themselves getting shot, you would think maybe over the years that would start to be like, oh, you know,
0: maybe I don't know. I, I might think, but is, it didn't seem that way. I would think they removed themselves from that type of. Um, judgment
1: yeah yeah you have to do
0: your job and then as soon as you're done with the job you're good it was the
1: same when i was watching these uh forensic files with murders and there was like a bunch of prostitutes who are getting murdered i was watching the met game (laughs) (laughs) what time is that i'm just kidding (laughs) you know so the prostitutes are getting murdered yeah and some people thought that they would be treated like Oh, it's just prostitutes getting murdered. We're not going to put all our resources into finding this serial killer, and then others are like treated as if Mm -hmm. uh, it it is not. It's hard to explain. Just that the the fact that the people put themselves in harm's way didn't stop them from getting the proper care when they got hurt. Again, they're not judged. Yeah,
0: not judged. Right. A human life is a human life. Yes. That's the important thing. What you thing. do with it when we release you, that's up to you. Right. But when you're in our care, we're yeah. going to take care of you. Yeah, maybe I, I, I really would actually. I was intrigued when I saw it. So maybe one time in the next month I'll I'll sit down and watch it.
1: <laughs> this thing that they pulled out of this woman's brain was so bizarre because all I kept thinking is what, what could be – a like are there memories and parts of her brain – now that affected by it will maybe? It be different from it mm-hmm. better or worse or no effect was it just a blob of nothingness that came right
0: out? i know my son was very they said very lucky with where the tumor was in his head yeah because a lot of times and they told us this they told us there was definitely a risk that his speech or vision from one eye very well could have been impaired the speech on one side could have been impaired um feeling in one or up to all ten fingers could have been an issue, and it was the tumor was sitting in a place that was easily, easily, easier to get, and he was able to get a hundred percent of it without touching any of those parts that would have affected yeah. other parts of the body. Very lucky.
1: That's what this was. You should watch this one episode. Yeah, it's that. Uh, it's I think it's no, the don't first really episode. I really want
0: to relive it. To be quite honest. <laughs> I kind of went through it <laughs> without a documentary. Yeah. But think it think like good.
1: It seemed like a good, like good thing happened. But Yeah, no, no. I
0: know. I know. I know but just incredible. Like, how will we even know that you could go into a brain and take a tumor out of it? What did we say? Who was the first person that said, sure, you can cut my head open and reach in? Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. And try to grab it with these tweezers? Right. Right. There were no robotics back then. Yeah. It was yeah, literally was like all shaking hands and tweezers. Yeah. Oh. yeah I don't know. But it also makes me think, too, in 100 years how primitive they'll think we are at yes. this point. We think we're, you know, so far advanced. In another 100 years, if the Earth hasn't blown up and we're still walking around, they will look back, my God, the 2020s. These people were a bunch of animals. You had to cut his head <laughs> to get to that brain tumor? <laughs> right. What the hell were you people doing? All we did was just, you know, with a laser, look at it, yeah. and it was gone.
1: <laughs> oh, my right. God. You melted it with a laser yes. through
0: the, through the
1: skull. So true.
0: Oof. Yeah, you can make the case. We're still barbaric on our surgeries. So he
1: just felt like, no difference?
0: No. Came right through. And yeah. within, man, I would say if I showed you pictures of, you know, day one and day two of recovery to day seven, you wouldn't even think it was the same kid. You know, by by the by the end of the week, it was like nothing happened. Really nuts. Now he had to take it easy still. Yeah. But just looking at him. It was like they, you couldn't even see the sky. It was unbelievable. It really was. So wild yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's called uh, Emergency NYC if you're looking for it.
1: All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up program, and we'll be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday. So.